Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer, and you're listening to Divorce Talk. Welcome to today's episode, which is on a really interesting topic, I think, and that's how to stop making assumptions, because making assumptions can cause you undue stress, lots of drama, and destroy relationships. So whether you're actually single at the moment and are looking for someone new, or whether you're married and been married for a long time, or whether you've just been dating someone for a few months, learning how to stop making assumptions will do wonders for your relationship, for how you feel, and your happiness. So I'm really excited about this. And this is something that I've struggled with for years. And now I stop myself and I use the two techniques I'm going to be sharing with you today. And it's a life changer. So I really hope that if you can really learn to to challenge yourself from making assumptions, it will be able to, you will be able to change how you feel and how you relate to not just your loving relationship, but to all relationships. So let's define what an assumption is. A dictionary definition of an assumption is a thing that is accepted as true or certain to happen without proof. And we make assumptions all the time. I'm going to go over some examples in a minute. And there are two types of assumptions. They're direct assumptions, and these are the ones that I tend to suffer with. So direct assumptions are the thoughts we believe in, regardless of the validity of the thought. It's where a person assumes that the thought is true and responds to it emotionally. So, for example... If someone comes home late and or is late for something, you think um, they're selfish, they don't care about me, why didn't they text me, why didn't they let me know, they don't love me, they don't care, they're trying to wind me up, whatever you may think. But all of those are false. There could be 101 different reasons why someone's late. And it's not all about you. It, it's very often about something that's going on with them. Maybe there's a huge traffic jam. Maybe their phone ran out of battery. Maybe they're late because of a boss. Maybe they're late because... You know, it can be so many different things, yet our mind can cause us to create stress, can cause us to feel bad about something. So um, that doesn't mean it, you know. There's something being ridiculous, really. Mind reading. And... It's got no connection to reality and we've worked and upset ourselves. Indirect assumptions are slightly different and they come from an outside source. So this is the second-hand information that we presume to be accurate. Second-hand information is rarely reliable as we are all affected by our own experiences and perceptions of those experiences. So when we peer and pick up and share information, we judge it that it's true, but it might not be because everyone takes things on to their own needs. So we always want to be subjective. So let's give you an example of this. So let's say you're considering taking up a course in photography and there's a photography uh, course leader that you're thinking of going to, you've been looking into it, and then one of your friends says, oh no, I've been on his course 
and he favours men over women, and, and you're talking to a woman, and you're saying to him, um, he doesn't have any time for women, he's only got time for men, don't bother. Well, automatically you're going to think and be, well, I'm not sure if I really want to do that. And if you've had an experience in the past where you've been overlooked by males in, in your work or in another place, then, um, obviously I'm talking to women here, um, then you may feel that this person, uh, you're not going to do that course. And if someone else mentions or doing that course, you'll go, oh no, he only, you know, you'd advise another woman not to do it. Well, the person that said that information could be really upset because they didn't pass the course. They could be really upset because what they thought was a really good photo, the course instructor didn't. Maybe they got bad feedback and they, they were in a mood and they couldn't handle that bad feedback. Maybe they misunderstood what the approach or what the uh, photographer, uh, lead, course leader was saying. There can be so many reasons and yet you can just take that bit of information as true, which is why gossiping is terrible and really hurts people because it's not, it's not fair to, to gossip. Can you see what I mean? Even just sharing a bit of information, unless you know it's true, don't take it on and definitely don't share that information because you want to be true and ethical and, and just to just being aware of the assumptions you're making. And the same in divorce, I see it a lot. I see people say, um, you know, jump to make assumptions of what their divorce is going to be like or have a stereotypical image of divorce based on experiences of other people. They say, oh, you're going to lose your children, you're not going to get any money, you're not going to get this, you're not going to get that, that divorce law is bad, that finance expert is is, is that not going to give you the right information, all of these different things. And divorce is such a unique process, it's such an individual process, that you cannot make assumptions when it comes to what's going to happen in your divorce. All you can take is you can take, get prepared, you can listen to others, but you don't take them on. And similarly in relationships, so um, I hear married couples that if their husband has cheated on them, they will say, once a cheater is always a cheater. And I found that in my relationship coaching not to be true. And these are assumptions that other people have, and if you take them on, then they're going to affect you, and they could affect you positively or they could affect you negatively. So you want to be sure that what proof do they have and what proof do you have and, and be really protective of yourself from other people's assumptions. And if you're dating, you know, so many people want to give you advice on your relationship. So many people want to give you advice on your divorce. So many people want to give you advice on your marriage. And just be really careful of the advice that you listen to. And that's how protecting yourself from secondary and direct assumptions is really powerful. So as a relationship coach that covers both divorce and dating, as well as helping couples through difficult times, here are some common assumptions that I come across. See if any of these resonate with you. So married couples or married individuals tend to say this to me that they believe they're unappreciated, they believe they're not loved or good enough, they believe that their spouse should know what's wrong with them, they believe their partner would change if they truly loved them, they believe that their um, partner doesn't respect them. These are all things that they jump to and make assumptions on when things happen. Divorced, when they're getting through or going through a divorce, will believe that 
if they date again, they'll be cheated on, that they'll never find a good relationship again, that they cannot trust again, that they'll be hurt again, that um, they're always going to feel angry towards their ex, that their children are going to be really damaged. You know, These are some of the assumptions that they make, which have no proof. They have no proof for these. Dating, uh, when people join my dating programs, they feel that the relationship perhaps won't last long. They believe that they can change the person that they're dating. They believe that the relationship won't work because the past relationships won't work. And they believe that they need to lose weight first, change job, quit smoking, or a whole array of other excuses that prevent them from having what they want. And these are all assumptions without any proof. So these can destroy relationships from being good and they can also even destroy or stop relationships from happening. So why do we make assumptions? Well, according to Miguel Ruth, who's the best-selling author of The Four Agreements, he said that we make assumptions all the time to make sense of the world. He states that if others tell us something, we make assumptions. And if they don't tell us something, we make assumptions because we need to know what's going on. We need to feel that we need to know what's going on. And he said that if we hear something we don't understand, then we just try to make up assumptions to fill in the gaps. And he says that there's something that we do all the time. So let's have some examples so you can see what I mean. So let's say your partner doesn't feel like being intimate with you. They've had a stressful day and or they make plans to go out without you. Does that mean that they don't love you? Does that mean that they they don't find you attractive? Does that mean that they don't appreciate you? The chances are no. The chances are they're just having a really, really bad day. They're stressed and they're just not feeling like being intimate or affectionate towards you. And your assumption is causing you trouble. And not only is it causing you a lot of trouble, you might act on that assumption. So you may feel they don't love me, they don't appreciate, they don't care on me. Therefore, I'm going to be difficult, distant towards them. So it's really important to make sure that you're not doing doing that and making these assumptions. Another example of a relationship assumption could be if you're really annoyed with your partner, you know what they've done wrong, and you get really, really annoyed that they don't know what they've done wrong. And you presume that they should know what they've done wrong. And when they get it wrong, and when they guess something that is trivial to the situation, you get even more annoyed that they've then made up their own assumption what they've done wrong, and they've got that assumption wrong. So these are just some examples. And it's just about finding the courage to ask questions and express what you really want, to communicate as clearly as you can, to ask people to avoid misunderstanding, sadness and drama. So really, if you don't assume that your partner should know what's wrong with you. I think that's a really critical thing that can really help relationships. If something's bothering you, then definitely speak up and say so. There are various life milestones in people's lives where I see assumptions can actually ruin relationships. And sometimes this can be when couples get married. They can be dating for years and years and everything's great. And then when they get married, they start having all sorts of problems because the assumptions that they have on what married life will be like aren't delivered. So let's say a husband 
could get married and he expects that his wife will start uh, being more domesticated, that she'll start cooking, start cleaning, start doing activities in the house when, um, when she's married because his mother used to do that when she, you know, for him and that's what he believes a wife does. Another person may feel that a husband should stop going out and want to be in with, with her. Definitely, if you've got children, wants to stay in with the children. And then this can cause tension in the relationship. And this is about assumptions for marriage. And, you know, while we're on children, that also causes a lot of difference because sometimes your partner may not be the father or the mother that you thought they would be. And that's based on your assumptions. And your assumptions need to change. And your assumptions need to be communicated for a harmonious relationship otherwise it can lead to fallout and withdrawal empty nest and retirement is another time where i see couples go through a slight struggle due to assumptions one may believe that they're going to retire and have a very peaceful relaxing life back in their home country the other person may feel that they want to travel the world they still want to work they want to be active they want to be doing different things and so it's really important to not assume what your future is going to be like, but communicate that. I think in dating, that's really, really, really important to pay great attention to your assumptions. Assuming that someone's going to change is not a good idea. Assuming that someone likes you or doesn't like you by a text message and things is not a good idea. And this is what I really help people through with in my six month dating program which is securing an irresistible partner and it's about learning how to once you found a good match not overreact not read too much into an email or a text message or a phone call or a date that's gone wrong you know it could be a whole host of other things and it's about keeping it real and keeping out the drama and that's what I really love to help people with because when I was struggling I dated for many years and I used to see drama and everything. I used to work myself up and overthink things. And now I've, I've heard it all and I hear all the thought patterns. People do have the same thought patterns and it's really great to be able to help people with that. It's something I, I love to do in my dating coaching. And sometimes a lot of people I hear, they want to change things about their partner or change things about their date. And people don't change unless they want to. People only change if they want to. People will not change for you. And truly loving someone is loving someone for who they really are. And it's far easier, if you cannot love someone for who they are, to move on than wanting and waiting for them to change. It's going to cause you frustration. It's going to cause them frustration. I believe that we all deserve to be loved for who we are. So if someone is trying to change you, evaluate and take stock of what's important to you. Would you rather be in a relationship with someone that you're not being yourself or would you rather be single and be yourself? And for me, I'd much rather be single and be myself than in a relationship where I'm not myself. I really would like you to start to challenge your own assumptions. Really start to analyse them and then say, I'm being ridiculous. Like, if you get a text message, for example, and it doesn't say, hello, hi, how are you? It just says, can you send me this number or can you do this? In the past, I would have got upset and thought, well, they don't really care about me. Why don't they ask me how I am? Fine, I'll just give them the information. I won't ask how they are back. And that's just being ridiculous. That's just being 
mind reading that they don't care about you actually they do care about you they're just very busy they've got this thought in their mind they thought of you they asked you for help why are you bothered about that why are you presuming that they don't care about you because they didn't say hi you know it could be small things like that and it can really make a difference to how you feel so here are some ways to tackle your assumptions there's just two things really here so one is recognize when you're making the assumption and think Why on earth am I jumping to the app? What is the reality? Where is the proof? And what do you know for sure? And I think those are really important questions. So you may want to write those down or just try and remember them or choose which one that works for you. You know, what do I know for sure? Why am I jumping to this conclusion? What is the reality? Does this really make sense? Is this really true? What else could their behaviour mean? And then remember that we have no clue what anyone else is thinking unless we ask them. So unless you've actually asked them what they're thinking or what what they want to do, what their future plans are, whatever else, you're just guessing. And that's when problems start. So have the pick up the courage and ask them questions. And the second point is be sceptical of second-hand information. Don't buy into what others say unless you have proof. Don't let their assumptions become your assumptions. I love the English phrase, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. Apply this to your relationship advice that you hear from those around you. Everyone will be speaking from their own view and their own experiences and their relationship with you when they share their opinion. And it can be all too easy to latch on to things we want to hear. And this is exactly the danger. I know when in the past I've called friends to share a problem with, I would deliberately call friends that would tell me what I want to hear and I wouldn't share (laughs) um, the problem or whatever issue or something what I'm facing with friends I thought would disagree with me or challenge me because I wanted them to validate the way I was feeling or validate that assumption and so if you're doing that and if you're guilty of that stop and pick up the phone to the person that will challenge you pick up the phone to the person that will say no and appreciate them and appreciate that, that's probably what you need. So talk to people that are going to be objective. And if you don't have anyone objective, and you're going through a relationship, um, problems, or divorce, or dating, you know, consider getting a coach as well, that or someone that can help you feel grounded. Well, that's it for today. I really hope that it's been useful to you. We all make assumptions all the time, but trust me, your life can become so much better when you stop making those assumptions. If you found anything useful today, then you may like the two free ebooks I have on the homepage of my website, which are The Seven Secrets to Saving Your Marriage and 10 Simple Steps You Can Take Now to Create a New Life After Divorce. And if you would like more support for children, just go to my website, which is www.purepeacecoaching.com and then go to the services page and look at parenting and divorce and I have a free ebook there as well about how to protect your children through divorce. So I hope those resources are useful to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you have a wonderful week ahead. From my heart to yours, take care. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. 
If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.